Well, welcome to the latest podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. This week's topic is a little broad and gives me an opportunity actually to plug something that we do that may end up being of use to you at some point. The question had to do with what industrial areas of the economy are growing right now and which ones maybe aren't. And I think this is probably an opportune moment to go into my standard manufacturing rant, which is to remind people that we are indeed a manufacturing country. We are an industrial country. We still account for something like 40% of the value of global manufacturing because the stuff we make is big and expensive. It's airplanes and road building equipment and railroad engines and things of that nature. So the industrial sector really does matter. And for the last five or six years, we at Armada have been developing a model which we call the watch. And the watch is a look at what's going on in those industrial sectors as defined by the Federal Reserve. So if you go out and look at industrial production numbers or capacity utilization numbers, these come from the Fed, and the Fed breaks it down by automotive, aerospace, machinery, electrical equipment, computer equipment, primary metals, fabricated metals, you get the idea. So we started doing a analysis of those sectors with a very, very sophisticated system that was developed by our colleague, John Nelson, who used to be a artillery officer. And in that previous incarnation, he pointed out that accuracy was really, really, really important. So he's got one of the most mind-numbing systems of 26 variables to track what's going on. The upshot of all this is that our accuracy rate on these things has been like 98% quarter after quarter. So with that as a preface, kind of reassuring you that we kind of know what we're talking about, there are some industrial sectors that are actually doing pretty well right now and some that are showing a little bit more trepidation. The automotive sector is probably the one that is in most flux right now because it has been doing very well, has been above trend, has been continuing to grow probably through the rest of this year, but the strike is putting a dent in it, and we're beginning to wonder what allows this to continue to expand. We're thinking that the latest data is beginning to point a little bit south, and you may start to see that show up as soon as first quarter of next year. Meanwhile, aerospace continues to boom. I mean, the demand is still high. People are still flying. The airlines are still trying to catch up with their decisions from 2020. So that continues to accelerate. The biggest problem on the aerospace side is continued supply chain. So you have multiple supply chains involved with the big makers, and they're still desperately trying to keep up. And that's the funny thing about planes. You need the whole thing. You can't just be missing a few parts and fake it. So they're still trying to dig out of that hole. Machinery, which is much more general, uh, kind of affects everything throughout the sector, has been pretty stable, but it's been going up lately, starts to come back down, maybe the end of this year, beginning of next. Most of what's driving that 
is over-inventory, and I've talked about this before. The inventory-to-sales ratios numbers are not healthy right now, and they haven't been for about a year and a half because we over-inventoried. People's response to 2020 was predictable. I mean, people had been messed up by the supply chain, so they ordered everything they could get their hands on. Now they have too much of it. And that has wrecked the reorder cycle. So until that inventory dissipates, that reorder cycle doesn't come back to norm. And we hope that that begins to show up at the beginning of next year. If you look at something like computers and electrical, those are both very strong, again, for obvious reasons. We've seen an expansion towards the technical side of things, so no big surprise. Anything that's involved with the technical side, whether it's electrical equipment or computer equipment itself, those continue to grow. Primary metals and fab metals are a little bit in the dumps, and part of this is production-related. There has been a little bit of a hesitancy on the part of the producers. It's also a little bit demand-related. Um, this over-inventory thing has had an impact on both of those. They're both performing under trend right now, not desperately, but enough to be of a little bit of concern. The fastest growing sector by far, and this is one that's probably of most interest to the ASA community, is construction. Construction has been on a tear and continues to be. It is way over trend line and continues to be. Even with a little bit of a dip expected, it's still over trend line. What's driving manufacturing construction has been all the reshoring, all the expansion that's been required because companies are turning to technology and robotics, but it's still very healthy. You're not seeing demand for office buildings. You're not seeing demand for retail. But healthcare is making a comeback. Logistics and supply chain still booming. And then, of course, manufacturing itself is up 74% over what it was last year. So the upshot of all this is that there's a lot of activity still going on in overall industrial production. The capacity utilization numbers are right up against normal now. Normal for capacity is between 80 and 85%. If you're under 80%, there's slack. You don't use your machines productively enough. People are not being as productive as they could be. Over 85%, now you're running into bottlenecks and shortages. So right now, we're sitting at about 79.9. So it's about as close to 80 as you can get. So it's almost at the very bottom of what would be considered normal. We have flirted with 80 a couple of times this year, have not actually broken into that 80 to 85 range consistently, but we're getting closer so the bottom line is the industrial sector is actually doing pretty well. And for those who want more detail, and of course you do, please feel free to reach out because one of the things we're doing with the watch right now is offering kind of a special deal to ASA members. We normally have like a one-month trial for this so people can check it out for you because, well, you're you. You get to have a two-month trial, and you can check this thing out at your leisure and see what you think over a couple-month period. It normally sells for like 44 bucks a month, so it's not prohibitively expensive, but you should at least be able to check it out for free. So if you think you would like to take a look, 
just send me an email and I will put you on the list. Uh, my email should be distributed in a variety of different ways, but if you're paying attention, it's C-H-R-I-S dot K-U-E-H-L at armadaci.com. That's A-R-M-A-D-A-C-I dot com. And you too can go and press your friends with your just dazzling array of charts and graphs tribute from the watch. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk again next week.